Welcome everyone. This is our, the fifth in our series on purpose that we're looking at at Hope. And this is actually a follow on from Paul Golf here. Paul's talk last week. Please listen to it before you listen to this. This is actually a snippet. It's the last bit of a conversation we have following some thoughts I had on Paul's talk, which is really exciting. We also have a full extended version of our discussion for those who are interested in questions around human nature. Why did Jesus have to die? See below on the website. But this is a lovely short conversation dialogue with some responses and genuine questions I have for Paul regarding the talk that he gave last week. So please listen to that and I hope you enjoy our conversation. And in so, fact, that brings me perfectly on to the, final, to the yeah. third thing. We've, so gone, we've, a, done we've really gone a long well. time already. We've done really well. <laughs> I don't know how well we've done on time. But hopefully it's good. <laughs> hopefully people stick with it. Let's hit the, let's hit the last bit quick. Yeah, this mm. is really quick. It's just, if this is all true and we just have to relax into him, the son worships God by being the son. Mm. The only thing we really have to offer Jesus is our resistance. These are great Paul Golf quotes. We, the Trinity wants to, it, it, Father, Son and Holy Spirit wanted to create people to participate in our glory. If love, and this is a brilliant Paul Golf quote, love is the natural and spontaneous consequence of being loved and knowing that we're loved. If all that's true, why do humans get stuck in immaturity? particularly people who call themselves Christians, hmm. why aren't we spontaneously growing? Why are people stuck in areas for their entire life? Is there volition? Is there free will? Can we respond? Can we shut the work of God down? Or or are we sort of passive recipients of this hmm. in terms of actually now coming into agreement with who we are and therefore our purpose? Yeah. Um, yes, there's volition and free will um, because love that's coerced isn't love. Um, so we're not coerced into mm. responding to God, but we likewise cannot coerce God into rejecting us. Yeah. Um, so absolutely. We, we are clearly given freedom to mm. do all kinds of things that are not yeah. what the father, son and spirit want for us or for yeah. us to be or t towards others. So there, there's a, a huge need for yeah. continued mercy and grace constantly, mm. <laughs> a constant overflowing of that, like every moment of every day. Mm. Um, the, the good news is that's there because yeah. he's constantly pouring that up. He never mm. says like you, I'm done with you now. No. Um, as for the question, why, you know, what causes us to be stuck mm. in immaturity? Maybe I could be a little inflammatory perhaps mm. and suggest that, I'm not entirely sure that the main line of what's being declared and preached in Christian churches um, around the world is anything remotely close mm. to the, the full truth of the gospel. Okay. I think that the, I think the word has been so diluted so much mm. of the time that it means we never, we never actually get to the heart or rarely get to the heart of the matter. Okay. So we're left stuck in the shallows. We're okay. left stuck with this mixture of, um, well, I'm, I've kind of got a, I've got a bit of Jesus, mm. but I've also got, it's Jesus plus. Mm. I've got these other things as well that I'm still working with. And mm. until we get to the end of that, mm. I don't think we really begin to actually see the, the, the full, the full force of the grace and the glory that's given to us. So I, mm. so I think it's a, I think it's a watering down. Okay. And I'm like some of those, some of those verses of scripture I commented on. I, I mean, so I've occasionally had discussions with people who, um, who want to suggest that I'm watering down the scripture, mm. but actually I really re reject that. I, mm. I think that it, that the, uh, the view that we have something to add to this is really the watering down yeah. of the scripture. Mm. Um, you know, th th like w w we mentioned those, those issues to do with the law earlier. Mm. Um, the law was added that sin might 
increase. Mm. Well, I don't want to water that Bible verse down. Mm. I want to take that seriously. Yeah. I think there's a lot of verses like that where we find well, we can kind of feel like, yeah, we've heard it, we understand it, mm. and then we sidestep it, and we haven't actually ever believed it. Yeah. So we've believed something else. Yeah. And I always go back to uh, Peter. I think it's um, I think it's first epistle of Peter. Um, though you have not seen him, you love him and are filled with an inexpressible mm. and glorious joy because you're receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Well, Peter, Peter links believing in and loving Jesus with being filled with inexpressible and glorious joy. It's okay. like the one directly follows the other. Got you. So I yeah. think according to the apostle Peter, yeah. if there is an inexpressible and glorious joy, the only yeah. diagnosis for that is there's a problem with what you believe about Jesus. Yes. yes. And, Nehemiah says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yes. So if we're powerless, if we're, fi- if we're finding that we have no, yeah. no life within us to do the things which are good, you know, mm. and all the rest, and then we feel guilty and ashamed and all the rest mm. of it. If we're constantly in this, that treadmill, that cycle mm. of um, self-correction and self-improvement, mm. well, the scripture says you have no strength apart from mm. God's joy. Mm. Um, joy comes as a direct consequence of knowing and believing the gospel mm. Brilliant. that Jesus loves you. So, I, I I can't water those verses down. No. And I mean, it, it reflects back on me too, because how much am I an inexpressible and glorious joy? Yeah. Not very much, to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you. But I, I, yeah. I cannot... I cannot water down the Bible to say, well, it's because I haven't done enough of this or it's because I'm, uh, it does, the scripture doesn't permit me to go there. It actually says there's only one place to go is you haven't really believed. Mm. So what, what's left then is Mm. to say, God have mercy. (laughs) Lord have mercy. Holy Spirit, I need you. You're the one who believes. You're the spirit of faith. Mm. I actually need you to bring me back to believing again because somehow I have mixed in my old darkness again, mm. something you've saved me from, and that yeah. there's no reason why it should affect me at all. There's there's no um, there's no legal reason, mm. there's no mm. um, ontological reason no. why that should be there. Crisis dealt with it once and for all. So mm. the only thing is somehow on some level I am still resisting. Yes, got you. Um, okay. Why am I resisting? Well, and, and actually, I, to be honest with you, Alice, only for myself, mm. um, I sometimes observe that in myself. I'm mm. like, the only reason I'm not just saturated with the peace and joy mm, of the Lord right now. If I'm really honest, yeah. it's because I'm resisting it. Yes. I, I'm resisting the call to simply let go of yeah. everything, to let go of the yeah. burden, the responsibility. I'm, I'm just yeah. holding on to it. Why am I holding on to it? It's mm. crazy that I'm holding on to it. Mm. Um, well, maybe I'm holding on to it because it's. It, I feel like I'm getting something from it. Am mm. I deriving nice. something that fuels and powers my yeah. false identity yeah. because I still kind of like that false yeah. identity, right? Yeah. Um, when Jesus says it's yeah. dead, it's illusory, it's just going to yeah. evaporate. But am I still tying myself to it? And of course, the answer is 100%. That's exactly what I'm doing yeah. when that's going on. Yeah. So what's the solution? Rest. So yeah. Just come to rest. Mm. Stop chill mm. let me let me cause you to lie down and of course the the, the lie and the accusation mm. of the enemy is to constantly say well you you have to earn mm. you have to prove yes. you have to demonstrate mm. you have to ascend and climb mm. and push and press mm. on and press mm. into the presence mm. you have to do all of these things um and and it's all it's all a false illusory yeah. system it's not based in truth so when we stop and actually consider the truth mm. the truth is we couldn't even have this conversation the very air yeah. we're breathing yeah. is christological you know yeah. <laughs> to quote, quote a friend of mine we're, we're breathing christological air we mm. we couldn't be breathing if we weren't mm. and that's true whatever we believe yes. um believing something doesn't make it true yeah. it's either true and we or it's not true if mm. we, it's true we can believe it or not but yeah. our believing doesn't make it so 
Brilliant. But it does change everything about the way we relate to it. So I think this is what we this is what we come back to. Yeah. So final thought. Yeah. I also don't want to water down when Jesus is with Mary and Martha. This is a key passage I keep coming back yeah. to over and over again. Um, Jesus says to the sisters, he says, only one thing is needed. Nice. Now, how many times have I watered that down? And I've said, well, two things are needed, three yeah. things are needed, <laughs> yeah. four things are needed, yeah. five things are needed. Anytime we do that, we have taken Jesus's words and completely disregarded mm. them. <laughs> so mm. anyone who wants to say this is watering down the scripture, I'm like, you are watering down yeah. the scripture to take Jesus's words and add anything to that one thing. Mm. What is the one thing? What's Mary doing? She's just there. Mm. She's just lying down in green pastures, mm. sitting down actually in the, in the picture. Yeah. <laughs> she's sitting down at the feet of Jesus in green pastures. She's yeah. drinking of the fountain. That's all she's mm. doing. And Jesus refuses to allow anything else to be added into that equation. Nice. So I think, Honestly, and I mean, I like, like like yourself, Alice. I mean, I've been involved in church and church ministry for for a long time, you know, in different ways. And I could see a thousand different ways. I, as well as uh, many others, have have been guilty of simply adding a whole bunch of yeah. things to the one thing that, that yeah. Jesus said. So, is it any wonder that we've got problems? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All all I'm advocating for is perhaps. If we get back to that, mm. we just let the simplicity of that really work on us for mm. 10, 20 years. Yeah. Maybe we'd find 95% of our problems would just evaporate. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe there are some problems need some mm. particular attention for whatever reason, you know, fine. Yeah. Like, let's go for it. We need therapy. We need, mm. uh, we need discipline, you know, mm. cool. Like we need yeah. that stuff. Great. But I think maybe an awful lot of it would actually just suddenly yeah. cease to be there. And all the things we were fighting, it would mm. look like actually we were just boxing shadows the whole time. Yeah. That's good. Thank you very much, Paul. I'm going to finish with a prayer now. Yeah. I'm actually going to finish with a prayer for everyone because <laughs> actually we all want to surrender our resistance to Jesus. We want to let go of the false self and we want to live in the reality of who we are, that we're deeply loved, deeply pursued. And in that we spontaneously grow in the love which we receive. And in that also we see everyone clearly. So I just bless us all to walk in that wholeness that healing that restoration that sort of light bulb of who we are in christ amen amen